boys and girls, welcome back to week three of the 2020 college football season, such as it is, uh, and therefore week three of the Carla and Crappy Show. I am Crappy. Um, if you're watching this, you'll notice I have a weird thing on my head, and we're going to talk about that here in just a second. First, let's say hi to Carla. Hi, Carla. Hi. How you doing? I don't, I don't have something weird on my head. Um, I didn't get the memo. Sorry. Well, I don't know that there is a memo. We don't, we don't know for sure. And, and, and We have no idea. We, that's like I've heard that before. We have, <laughs> we have no idea. Um, we do have an idea uh, because this week um, we're, we're, we're delving deep into um, a group of five territories. So we thought it would be best if our buddy AJ just joined us in person. Hi, AJ. Hello. Uh, welcome to my world. There's I'm AJ's glad you're world. here. This is, oh, you're, you're scraping the barrel. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, It'd be a damn shame if there wasn't a barrel to scrape, baby. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> we put on for the G five here. This is sort of how I feel. Uh, it, I mean, it, it, this with what, what you said last week about uh, your games, like the the G five games b- being the ones that people should watch this uh-huh. year. I, I I think is is absolutely correct. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you hey, know, obviously. Right. Hey, who ranked uh, Iowa State twenty three? Who did that? Who did that? Who I, said that? Who who said that was probably a bad idea? Hmm. I don't know how that happened in the first place, but you are absolutely right to call that out. Um, as as we are now aware, um, guys, I, I mentioned at the outset, I'm wearing a, a, an odd thing on my hand. If you're not watching the show, you can't see that I have an Ohio State hat on my head. I have an Ohio State hat on my head because uh, since last Sunday, this is Tuesday, there has been discussion uh, kind of like um a, a, the big 10 is going to come back in october um although i we, we were supposed to hear something on sunday and did not we were supposed to hear something according to the president of the university of nebraska today and we did not um although i suppose it's you know it's quarter after 10 right now when the end of the night the day is not yet over uh I, my my question and, and AJ, to start with you, are, are we going to see Big Ten football in the calendar year 2020? Uh, probably. We shouldn't. Uh, I think that they're doubling back on it and saying, no, we're, no, 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 we're, we're going to play. Uh, is them completely and utterly copping out to other conferences that uh, just that made choices and such. Um, but uh, apparently the, the actual piece of news here is that on a hot mic, uh, I believe it was Nebraska AD or president I, came like out president, and said they were voting University. to bring it back and they were going to do that. And he was, he was on a hot mic. Hey, Mike, hey, Nebraska people, maybe, maybe, maybe walk away from the microphone if you don't have anything nice to say. <laughs> Ask Bo Pelini. Um, so all of these sorts of things have come out. Um, I see them coming back they're basically staring at all of the other conferences, making it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically staring at money that they're not getting. Um, so they would like that money and they've recognized that everybody's coming back. The other report that I've seen is that if the big 10 does vote to come back, the PAC 12 will also vote to come back. So, Hey, big 10, if you can speed this up, daddy <laughs> wants his PAC 12 after dark. Okay. There you go. There so, you go. Um, the the PAC 12 has a, I mean, the, the whole West Coast is actually on fire. Um, and so there's that problem. Okay. I, we, I, I don't know how you manage that on top of everything else. Fix wildfires and climate change. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right? But, can, uh, but the NCAA the, the, can only kind of control what it controls. Sure, sure. Uh, but I, if, I, if I remember this correctly, I, I think um, the governors in California and Oregon would, would specifically have to issue exemptions to yes. allow those to allow those sports to be played. So that that adds another level of um, uh, the stuff to work through if if the Pac-12 is going uh, to to join us. But that uh, that was that was not the question. That was not I want to I want to say that there was actually a letter sent to the governor by somebody from USC. Yeah, yeah, um, I saw by uh, uh, the USC football players as a group on USC letterhead sent a letter to Governor Newsom okay. uh, asking them or asking the governor to create the exemption to let them play. Okay. Okay. Carla, what, what do you think? The Big 10 football in this calendar year? I think they're, I think they'll try. Um, I'm with AJ. I think it's a terrible idea. Um, mm. And, and my reasoning behind that is in the way that we had, we talked this week back in, back in week one, we, we talked about how, or um, week two after uh, the, the BYU game, mm-hmm. BYU Navy, we, we said how much we were looking forward to BYU army. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, a, and that's a game that's not happening this weekend because of Correct. cases with BYU. Because yeah. um, those Mormon I, kids are going nuts. It, it is a little bit of a head scratcher. <laughs> um, eh. So, uh, Arkansas so, yeah. State's Arkansas State just did the same thing. Arkansas State played uh, Memphis, I think. Um, and now they've canceled their game against Central Arkansas. Or no, other way around. I think it was Central. No, Arkansas State said that they were canceling the game mm-hmm. because they, they had too many, too many players in quarantine from certain position groups that they couldn't even play the game. Right. So they postponed the game. Oh, um, so college football is now baseball. Just games are postponed. They will be played at a future date. <laughs> kind of, yeah. And I, it's, I, I, it's just a bad idea for the, for the Big Ten to push, push the issue um, mm-hmm. this soon. Mm-hmm. I, it's gonna it's gonna affect the quality of play. You're not gonna get anything of any sort of consistency as we're finding out with other teams or you know in other conferences. Yeah. Like at this point, just stick with the plan. Hold off. Let's let a little bit of this subside, and um and and get some semblance of normalcy that you, that can have maybe a little bit better predictability if we hold this off for about three or four months. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if it's only a six game season, you know at least that's something. Um, moving forward, I, this this scheduling stuff is just it would be a nightmare if they tried now. As much as I want it to come back, because I want it to come back, but they could do that. I mean, the, 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 the timing they, they they have they have to be finished by December nineteenth, right? Because the committee names the final four on December twentieth this year. So if you do a, a, a six game in division round robin. Um, maybe do one crossover game, so you have a seven game schedule. Uh, you have a Big Ten championship game. There's there's time if you start in mid October to do that with at least one bye week um, and maybe two. I haven't counted stuff yet, but that's what could be done. Um, and I'm, you know, I, I would be lying if I, you know, a fan, Uncle Crappy would, would be awfully happy to, to watch Ohio State football. But I, you know, what I said when we did a show in the summer, like this, is is a bad idea it's uh and then i can i can come up with lots of football related reasons to to why it's a bad idea and carly you mentioned a bunch of them um uh, you know the the quality of the play and um how would this how is this how do you figure out how do you compare teams which are you know they're playing different schedules they're not playing head-to-head stuff but i um but i think it's i think it's going to happen uh the only thing that gives me pause is that we've heard 
uh, twice this week. It's like today. Yeah, we're going to, it's, it's going to be announced and we haven't heard that yet. So I'm, um, it may be a little bit dubious, uh, but I, I, I think that's kind of a, a speed bump. Listen, um, all eyes are on the smoke or on the chimney at Culver's that when the white smoke goes up from the Culver's, I think Spencer. There is a season. I think Spencer said Bob Evans. If there's white yeah, <laughs> there was, I was going with Culver's because I was aiming for Indiana, not Ohio. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I mean, either either way, either way is apt. Um, and uh, I, I suspect uh, there's a decent chance that by the time you guys are listening to the show on Thursday, that um, that we will we will know that the Big Ten is coming back. But um, I don't know. Don't, we'll, we'll we'll wait and see and talk about that when the time comes uh did, did you guys have any uh, observations from uh, last weekend um bunch of fun stuff as the schedule kind of fills out uh carla did would, would you uh would, would you come across last weekend that you enjoyed i, w- I will save the the reign of the fun belt for my for my good friend uh, aj who i'm sure will want to talk about that extensively so i would like to bring up um it, a, a tip of the glass hey, tip of um glass. tipping glasses to Houston Baptist, right? Um, Baptist, who 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 gave was is Texas this like Tech, a is this they, like a, a summer Bible study thing? Is that is that what they're doing? They're um, an FCS kinda. school. They're an FCS school that plays in the Southland. Right. Um, they gave. Um, they had another F, uh, FBS opponent the week before. It was a Sun Belt team, I think. Um, gave them a run for their money. Mm-hmm. Um, pl- played well. Um, and, and then obviously came within converting a two-point conversion of having Texas Tech tied in the fourth quarter um, and just failed on that two-point attempt. But the reason why I wanted to tip my glass to them is the fact they play in the Southland, which is a conference that canceled its season. Mm-hmm. So Houston Baptist season might be over. They only <laughs> had two games on their schedule, and they've played them both. There's hey, a third listen. game that might be happening, but – as of right now, it's been postponed and might not happen. Like it's a thing. So, so Houston Baptist might finish its season zero and two with two really admirable losses and finish their season before the SEC kicks off. Here's uh, my. They here's have, my. They have a third game. The third, game, third is game not this week. It's next week against okay. Louisiana Tech. Okay. It's been no postponed. Could... It's been postponed because Louisiana uh, Tech has COVID cases. Can we? Can oh, we? Oh, they just... postponed that one because they had a postponement against Northwestern State too. Yes, oh. they've postponed that game. Um, from what I read today, and they're waiting to see if it'll be rescheduled. Can we just give them a Bahamas Bowl uh, invitation right now? I mean, have you, other than the fact they're I... not eligible, but sure. Yeah. I mean, no, oh, no, 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 All bowls are eligible. All <laughs> bowls are eligible. What else are we going to do? For FCS teams? teams? Yeah, why not? Sure. <laughs> is it content for ESPN? <laughs> Send them to the islands. Um, I yes. will say, go look up, uh, go look up Houston Baptist's uh, stadium. Because the on the one side of the field is the stands, and on the okay. other side of the field is the back half of a CVS. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding in the slightest. They literally play in a CBS's backyard. Oh Shout out to Houston Baptist for putting pressure on Texas Tech in Lubbock. Good for you. Guns up. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that takes the cake for me last weekend. Okay. I, I mean, and then absolutely. That's a, that is worthy. And um, I, I, yeah, I want to see him in the Bahamas Bowl, period. That's, I, I, think, I think they've earned that trip. Uh, AJ, what did you come across last weekend that, uh, that you <clears throat> wanted to discuss? Uh, I need y'all to do me a favor. I need you yes. to open your hearts and let the fun belt in <laughs> because the fun belt oh, put it on people. Yes. Yes. Who ranked Iowa state 23 people who didn't <laughs> people who didn't know better. 
<laughs> hey, it's the it's a new era. It's the second season of um oh crap. Matt Matt Kleinman at Kansas okay. State. Mmm. Mmm. Here comes Arkansas State to whoop you in Manhattan. Uh App State. <laughs> App State got a little squirrely with with Charlotte. Not mm-hmm. real happy about that, but they yeah. ended up co- pulling away with a two touchdown, uh two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. Uh UTSA Texas State. Pew pew shootout, put up 99 points, double overtime. Mm-hmm. What more do you want, everyone? They also let Campbell almost win. But hey, listen, can't can't win them all. And also, Coastal Carolina, two and zero against Les Miles, baby. They're going for three next year. This was supposed to be a home away home for Kansas, but because of COVID, they pulled the home game to this year, even okay. though they didn't have any fans, which isn't any different from a regular Kansas game. But they pulled that forward to go home, home away. So <laughs> next year is the rubber match. I mean, I mean, a rubber match doesn't really matter when you're two when you're down two zero in a three game yeah. series. Yeah. But go the rubber match nothing. is in Conway, South Carolina. So Kansas has to go to Myrtle Beach <laughs> to play this game, where they will likely lose. And if you watch the game, you would notice that the Coastal Carolina players were so much bigger than the Kansas players, <laughs> like wildly bigger. Uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was truly amazing. They were up 28 nothing, and they went into halftime 28-3. And I remember watching that going, that's the worst lead in sports. Yeah, and uh, Kansas came back, and they made it like kind of close. Then Coastal Carolina put another two touchdowns on the board. It was amazing. Yeah, the, hi- uh, the highlight of my weekend was the text conversation that we were having during that game. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, that, was, that, was that was spectacular. Also, like update, for, update for, the, for the fans watching this. Les yes. Miles. Brown hair this year. Brown hair. Brown hair. No shoe polish. Brown hair. Uh, okay. Well, it's a different shade of shoe polish. I mean, no, he, he no, he left the grays in too. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, he left okay. the grays in. This is just for men. He didn't just slap some shoe polish on his head and call it a day. This is natural, I, by just, the way. I, no, I, you're good. You're good. You're 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 still what like twenty six? Something like that. Somewhere yes. in there. Okay. I'm older okay. than twenty six. I have children. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I, the, the, the striking thing for me so far, and that's why this weekend is disappointing. Um, is Army's defense? Am I talking about? I'm, I'm actually talking about Army's defense. Uh, and, I'm sorry. And, are you not supporting the troops? The, the Department of Defense, literally. Look, hmm? look right here on, uh-huh. on the shirt. And, and plus, uh, I'm a, I'm a uh, actual veteran. So yeah, I. I that, that was the joke. I, I support. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 army's defense and this is um uh, you know we're 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 we, we everyone knows what army's offense is going to be um and and they're going to come at you and come at you and cup it and and if you get the ball once a quarter you are lucky mm-hmm. but but army's defense granted like you know the competition but um it's been lights out this this season and I'm and sorry. Uh, they, really they held they held fun belt team Remember, you're letting the fun belt into your heart. They I held am, a fun I belt am. team to seven points on fun belt weekend. All right, so I, and there's no there's no fun in the army. That's not that's not how it how it works. But um, so this weekend I was going to find out. I mean, right? We were gonna we we're gonna see BYU and Army and uh, we're and and we're not gonna. Um, no. I can I, I have to wait a week. Um, uh, since he has. Um, no, since he's hosting the uh, the uh, uh, Austin P. Show Me the Money tour uh, this weekend, um, and then get since he governors get your yeah, money, I, yeah, uh, and then and then uh, and then um, they 
play Army next weekend. So I can wait a week. We'll find out about Army then. But um, but I you know I'm I am I'm I continue to be pleased about my the, my pick for uh, the team I'm supporting in you 2020. You can be pleased until early November. Yeah, probably. Have you seen the November schedule for Army? Yes. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is absolutely beautiful. The total time those games are going to take is approximately 13 minutes. <laughs> Actual real time. They play Air Force November 7th, right. Tulane on the 14th, Georgia Southern, another option team, on the mm-hmm. 21st, and then there's two weeks, and then they play Navy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's, 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 it's going to be it's awesome. triple option November, everybody. Yes. <laughs> there's a t-shirt. There is a t-shirt Tri- triple that option I need November. to have. A ton I of fun. Need. Hashtag CNC show, triple option November. Triple <laughs> option November. It's a ton of fun. T-O-N, T-O-N. Oh man! So we'll uh, we'll we'll find out uh, about Army in a couple of weeks, and um and and just get down with the with the, the triple option uh, whole for the whole month of November is going to be. I'm sorry. I just looked at the two, the 2020 team leaders. Mm. How many yards of passing does the does the quarterback for Army have right now? Two games. Uh, I don't know. After after the first weekend, um, his his passing line uh, was two completions on four attempts. Okay. Um, and and I don't recall the yardage. So okay. building from that, sure. What do we got, Carly? Do you have a guess? I'm going to guess 75 yards. Okay, crappy. What's your guess? Mm, 75 seems ambitious. I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, 35. 35 yards passing. 29. Oh! <laughs> I still went over though. I still went over. <laughs> two closest. I was I was about to say we're he playing. had two completions on four attempts. Whoa, whoa. Who's breaking up? Playing Price is right rules. Kelly and Eric, Carla and I are both disqualified. I love you, Army. I love you, Navy. I love all the service academies for running the triple option. It's yes. the best. Yes. Um, we have a bunch of games. Um I think almost all of which uh involve uh, a team that's in AJ's wheelhouse, which is why this is this is going to be fun. Um, we and because we have a bunch of games, we're going to do this uh, in, in uh, something we've done in the past couple of years in a speed round style um, to refresh you guys' rules. Uh, each person has uh, up to sixty seconds um, for analysis and a pick. Um, I am not going to actually ring the bell. I'm going to insert the bell noise when I tell you guys to stop because my wife is already asleep. And this bell is wow. really obnoxious. So I'm not going to I'm I'm do that to her. <laughs> so uh, these games are, are, are all on Saturday. We are going to get through them in chronological order. And uh, we're going to start at noon. Tulsa, um, the, 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 the Golden Hurricanes, is that right? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. uh, at number 11, Oklahoma State, the Cowboys are favored by 23, a healthy over-under of 66 and a half points. Um, H.E., just, this just seems like a game that you should start with. So uh, we're going to get the uh, clock ready here and go. Uh, Oklahoma State, I think, deserves this line. They have a very, very good offense. I believe they're returning their quarterback. Um the problem is, is that neither team has played a game yet. So it's very difficult to say what either of them are capable of at this moment, uh, especially this year. Literally, they've, they may not have, they've barely practiced. Uh, that was a recurring theme in week one and two of teams that really didn't practice. Uh, and then uh, it showed in their tackling. So uh, I expect Oklahoma State uh, to run away with this one. 
maybe Tulsa covers um, if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, that's all legal now, so it's fine. But um, yeah, I expect Oklahoma State to run away with this one. Okay. Um, Carla, what do you think? Uh, so the Big 12 was um, underwhelming at best last week. Um, that's a generous statement (laughs) that might, yeah, at best. best. Um, and some, some publications, depending on who you read, um, had Oklahoma state in the mix for the, for the conference title. Um, Mm -hmm. in fact, I read one that was like the three-way tie where they were all going to beat each other up. It was between Oklahoma, Oklahoma state and Texas. Um, so on paper, the Oklahoma state offense should be pretty spectacular. Um, Chubba Hubbard is back playing the season, best running back name other than, uh, Kenneth Gainwell, who is sitting out the season at Memphis. So um, Chuba Hubbard now wins for the best name for, for a running back. Uh, it is actually, I believe it's Chuba Hubbard. Is it Chuba Hubbard? Which makes it even better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chuba Hubbard. Um, he led the nation in rushing in 2019. Um, and yes, their quarterback returns. And they've got two big receivers, uh, Tylon, Tylon Wallace, and then Wazoo transfer, uh, Tay Martin is coming in. Um, so, you know, he's, he's used to... Good. He's used to running the fun and gun, so this should be great for him. So that Oklahoma State offense should be great. Um, Tulsa has a bevy of running backs. They have like a full, complete fleet of running backs in the backfield and a senior quarterback. Um, So surprise, we're talking about a Big 12 game that has no defense. Um, So I'm going to say Tulsa, I think, has enough offense to hang with them. I think Tulsa covers, but Oklahoma State wins and take the over. Okay, okay. Um, my, 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 and Carly, you touched on this. Tulsa is crazy deep at running back, uh, two returning seniors, a, a situational fat guy and, uh, two SEC transfers who are eligible to contribute this season. Um, state doesn't need to be crazy deep at running back because it has Chuba Hubbard. Cowboys win. Boom. There you go. Also at noon, Houston at Baylor. Baylor is favored by a four and a half points, uh, with an almost as healthy over under of 63 points. Carla, we're going to let you go first this time. Go. Okay. This is the epitome of the, we have no idea. Yeah. Concept. Um, neither of these teams have played yet. Um, Houston massively underachieved last year, new head coach with Dana Holgerson. And they just didn't, you know, they, it was, they were four and eight. I had, I thought they were going to be right in the mix for a group of five to get into a major bowl game. And mm-hmm. obviously that didn't happen. There were some, some, team issues that they were dealing with but but um but yeah so Houston was was underwhelming um and here's a shocking thing take everything I just said about the last game and strike that because here we have a big 12 game that might actually show signs of defense um (gasps) Houston's defense could be pretty good um they, they Grant Stewart is back he led the team in tackles in 2019 so the Houston defense could be pretty good Baylor is now coached by the former defensive coordinator of LSU and Dave Aranda um, so you've got to expect that Baylor's defense is going to start getting better when you have a defensive coordinator as your head coach. They also have a returning quarterback in, in Charlie Brewer. Um, keep an eye on this one. Baylor should win, but this one's going to be entertaining. Oh, boy, you've got this down to like a minute exactly. Um, AJ, I practice. <laughs> AJ, uh, go. Uh, this game is a proof that all of your talk about how scheduling is hard is lame and dumb and doesn't matter because this game was literally pulled out of a rabbit's hat last week. Houston said, hey, our game got postponed. Baylor, you want to go? And Baylor was like, all right. And then this <laughs> game's happening. So uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I expect Houston to get better this year. Uh, they were four, uh, as Carla said, they were four and eight last year. They have to get better. They're too talented to not be that bad. Um, and Dave Aranda coming into Baylor, we have no idea what that's going to mean, but uh, being the defensive team in an offensive conference might actually play into like the Stanfordness 
yeah. like Stanford does <laughs> in the Big 12. So uh, I expect this one to be close. But again, neither team's played. We have no idea. We Wait. have no idea. AJ, you're picking up on that um, very nicely, and we appreciate that. Uh, it's good for the good for the branding this in 2020. Um, this is a this is a Southwest Conference rivalry revival. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys old enough to remember the Southwest Conference? Because I do. I do. I okay. Because because yeah. AJ's 23 years old. These um, like the lives. He's getting younger as the show goes on. I like yeah. this. I, I said, I'm gonna be 15 uh, drinking illegally on the stream soon. <laughs> so you've got you've got that history between the schools. Uh, Dana Snorgelson uh, knows Baylor. Uh, thanks for his time in West Virginia. That's not going to be enough though. If uh, Dave Miranda can just sort of stay out of Charlie Brewer's way, um, because uh, he's he's been a starter for I think all four years. Uh, he's he's been in Waco, um, and that. That's uh, that's going to be a tough thing to overcome. Uh, Bears win this one. At if it's two thirty on Saturday, that means there's a game in South Bend because Notre Dame is Notre Dame is special. Um, uh, South Florida at number seven. Notre Dame. Notre Dame's favored by twenty six. I, I didn't bother looking up the over under for a Notre Dame game. Um, fifty. Is it eh. according to ESPN? It's fifty. That seems generous. I don't know. Uh, AJ, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, LOL. This Go. game is on USA Network. So if you want to watch this I game, you saw gotta that. Yeah, it's going to be bookended by episodes of Monk. So it's fine. Um, no, I'm watch, sorry. I broke Carla. Uh, yeah, listen, Notre Dame is a very good team. Ian Book can't read defenses. I don't necessarily think that South Florida is, is good enough to make this fun. I hope they are, um, but they're not. So Notre Dame probably wins. We don't talk about blues. Okay. Notre Dame is please. So, Carla, go. Hey, uh, Notre Dame started real slow last week. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I watched the first half of that game, and I was just like, okay, Duke's hanging around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually they kind of got their acts together in the second half and, and did what, they, what Notre Dame, what we expected them to do. Um, South Florida likes to run the football a lot. Uh, they ran for 300 yards last week. Not true, it was against Citadel, but still, they're a ground team. Um challenge here is the fact that Notre Dame actually did a pretty decent job of stopping the run um, mm-hmm. against Duke. Um, so the Notre Dame defense actually gave up more yards on defense than USF did, uh, and, and they were playing better competition. If, if South Florida can throw the ball to loosen up that rush defense, um, this might be an interesting game, but it, right now it's, it's, a, it's strength against strength, and I'm going to take the Irish. Okay, okay. Um, uh, during uh, watching, I watched like the first half of this game, and during I was I was texting my uh, my former uh, um, intern who was close personal friends with Ian Book. I'm like, "What's up with your dude?" And she's like, "God, he sucks." Um, I, 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 I he, his stat line turned out okay. Um, and and this is going to be another week where he doesn't have to do a whole lot other than you know not screw up and and turn over the uh, uh, the, the football uh, too much. Um, I wish it was Central Florida. I wish it was UCF coming to South Bend instead of South Florida, um, but we're not going to get that game. Uh, Notre Dame's going to win this one, and as far as uh, that goes. Um, next up at 3.30, we have the aforementioned UCF at Georgia Tech, fresh off a, a win um, on the road at Florida State. Uh, UCF is favored by a touchdown and a, and a half a point. Um, Carla, what do you think? Sentence I never thought I would utter this season. Is Georgia Tech for real? 
I wrote down, is Georgia Tech good? That's the, yeah. that literally the first line of my notes for this game. Yeah, like, it's, it's not something that I ever thought we would talk about, but here we are. The thing we talked about last week about Georgia Tech possibly being able to sneak a win out of, out of Tallahassee, that's exactly what happened. Um, now they're now at home against a ranked UCF team who hasn't played yet this year. So this is, is Georgia Tech for real? We're going to find out. Um, UCF went 10-3 and last year with a bull win. This is going to be a really fun battle between two really young quarterbacks that are going to be rising up through the NCAA. Um, between UCF's Dylan Gabriel, who started all but one game last year, and then Jeff Sims, who had an incredible start last week um, in, down, in a, down in Tallahassee against, against the Seminoles. This is going to be a really, really fun game, I think. Um, I'm going to give the... <sighs> I, I honestly, I'm a, I'm a coin flip on this one. This is the hardest game for me to pick this week. Um, okay. I, I, cause we don't know anything at all about UCF. I'm going to say because they're ranked, they, they had a better season last year that UCF is going to start the season well. And, but I think this game is going to be close and really entertaining. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. AJ, uh, go. Nothing is better from a Florida state loss than Florida state fan reactions. <laughs> it's the best thing. It should be a currency. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I have a screenshot on on my desktop right now of the uh, two guys in red and gold glitter with glitter with matching masks. It's my favorite. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. Um, saw that. Yeah, I have that one. And uh, my other favorite was at the beginning of the game where they were talking about Doak Campbell Stadium and their COVID things. And it's just some lady like this. <laughs> She's just holding a beer. No mask. It's the best. I love you, ESPN. Stay I just, I, I, this one, I kind of get your time. The, the, the fun thing is like, you know, they've let, uh, you know, 10,000 students in this game and I'm looking on TV. It's like, and they put them all in one section. The student section will always live. I, I don't, There's an entire stadium. Use it. <laughs> you dummies. Uh, listen, Georgia Tech snuck out of there with a win. It was super fun to watch because LOL, Florida State. Mm. UCF is better than Florida State. And mm-hmm. we'll likely win this game. Um, yeah, it's it's truly amazing to watch a school like UCF. Actually, that not only did they come up and win a national title, according to the NCAA record books, um, but also it's a, it's a fact they won it and then uh, and maintain that generally. And a 9-10 win team for the last five or six years, they've gone from um, – They've changed coaches now to Josh Heupel. So uh, good for UCF. UCF wins this game. Okay. Okay. Um, as, I, as I mentioned before, uh, I, I, I wrote down in my notes, is Georgia Tech good? Um, no. And then here's the, here's the acronym that we should be using. We should have been using this whole season, WHNI, um, which we could pronounce whiny, I guess. Uh, Logic says uh, a team transitioning from an option offense to a pro style offense is still going to have some matchup issues against a good team, uh, which UCF is, and Florida State apparently is not. Uh, So UCF is going to win this one. Um, 3.30, number 23, Appalachian State at Marshall. Appalachian State is favored by four and a half points. AJ. Not only is Appalachian State playing Marshall, which is an out-of-conference game. Yeah. But this game is the 3.30 game on CBS. This is a nationally televised game. And that's oh, awesome. Oh, Appalachian awesome. coming at you. Let's go. Well, I cannot tell you how happy this makes me. Because Appalachian State and Marshall are two very, very good football teams. That This game normally ESPN would put on like ESPN 12. 
but instead CBS is putting this on national television because they don't have the SEC yet. That's not till next week, everyone. So you get App State and Marshall on television. App State is favored by four and a half. This is the game of the week. And I don't give a crap what's happening at 8 p.m. on ABC. This is the game of the weekend. Uh, highly uh, excited for this one. A friend of mine will be at the game. Very excited for him as well. Uh, I finish second. I'm going to go ahead and pick App State here, though. Mm -hmm. App State is a very, very good football team. They struggled with Charlotte early. They couldn't run away. Uh, but in the second half, they picked it up and took it away. So App State in this one. Okay. Carla, and I go. So two different, completely different styles of offense here, right? So mm -hmm. App State st started slow against Charlotte, put it the, but eventually put it away. Um, they're a run-first offense. Um, they rushed for over 300 yards in the win over Charlotte, have a very strong offensive line. Um, Marshall, super impressive in week one, um, but I get that was against an FCS opponent. Mm -hmm. um, right now, they're throw-heavy, right? But, but, you know, they, starting quarterback, freshman kid, local kid, we talked about him in, in the first week, Grant Wells, yep. had a superb start to his career. Marshall also has a very strong offensive line. And a very pa but a pass heavy offense, so it's a really interesting juxtaposition between these two offenses. Um, entertaining deserves the national spot. I'm going to go App State because I'm not going to pick against the Fun Belt until they do something to make me not pick them. Uh, okay, okay. Also, a uh, real quick fact to throw in here: this yep. is the 50th anniversary of the uh, We Are Marshall plane crash which is a big reason why Marshall was pushing so hard to keep their home games because they had planned yeah. a bunch of things out. So this is the 50th anniversary. So uh, they will likely make references to that on the television broadcast. Uh, go heard, but I think that's going to come up. That's going to come up. Um, uh, this is game two for both teams, uh, and but the season openers are kind of like an apple and oranges deal. Uh, the herd opened with one double Eastern Kentucky two weeks ago. The um, what was it? The Big Sandy River rivalry is that what? That's they, what you called call it. Yeah. Um, Appy State opened with Charlotte, uh, a Cusa opponent, and racked up uh, five hundred plus yards of offense on the Niners. Um, I I think that counts for something. I I, I think Marshall. Um, having a week off, it, that's a that's a little tricky thing to deal with. Momentum counts, and these Mountaineers uh, will beat the herd at home. Um, AJ, here's the game that you're not looking forward to. <laughs> at 7:30, number 17 Miami at number 18 Louisville. Uh, Louisville is favored by two and a half points, which in in gambling parlance is um, uh, is is basically a push. Um, Carla, what do you think about this one? So Miami runs the football. Yes. That, 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 that might be an understatement. Um, you know, Cameron Harris had his first hundred yard game last week. Um, they, they picked up a transfer from Houston, Derek King, dual threat quarterback. Um, so, so, they've, so they've got, yeah, so they've got a pretty nice little run, running attack with, with Miami. Um, and, and Derek King actually is fun stat. He has 16 consecutive games now with both a passing TD and a rushing TD. Um, huh? So, so he's, he's the epitome of a dual-threat quarterback. The statistic that stands out to me at this game, though, is, is this. Louisville is pass-heavy offense, right? Mm -hmm. they, they had 343 yards in the air last week. Um, Miami gave up 200 yards passing against UAB. The Miami secondary <laughs> is not very good at all. They've got a, very, they've got a good pass rush, but if, mm -hmm. but if a quarterback has enough time to throw the football, um, that secondary is pretty light, and, and there's some room there. Um, the other thing worth noting here is that Miami torched Louisville last year. Um, right. wasn't even close. Um, Louisville's going to come out with a chip on its shoulder and it's going to get revenge and it's, it's going to beat the U on, on Saturday night. Okay. Okay. AJ, go. Uh, Derek King labeled dual threat quarterback last week. 
very singular threat. Uh, he was sailing passes left and right. Uh, I watched a lot of that game. Uh, but on the ground, he was tearing UAB apart. Right. Uh, they ran for 330 yards of or 330 yards of rushing last week uh, because it worked. Uh, does Miami move to the triple? That'd be amazing. Probably not. Um, Derek King did not uh, sit out his sit out last year and then transferred to Miami this year to to run the option. Um, so I would say that Miami. Um, they need to get their passing offense going. If they can get that going, they can make this a lot closer with Louisville. But I, I think that being w- that one-sided on the ball um, is not going to help them against a team like Louisville. Uh, I'll take the Cardinal. Okay. Okay. Um, I, the the, 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 stop. the, uh, the, the thing about – Louisville last weekend, and this is, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're quickly spending a lot of time on offense for this game. Um, here's the thing about the Cardinals defense. They gave up three touchdowns last weekend against Western Kentucky. Two of them were on drives of less than five yards because their punter is brand new and kept screwing stuff up, uh, fumbling his snap and, and getting a kick block. Um, the third touchdown that Louisville gave up was, was, was when the uh, when backups were in. Um, that I think is going to be enough. Um, plus there are a few fans on the stand. So maybe you have a home field advantage. Uh, Louisville is going to win this game. Um, boys and girls, you can hear the Carlin crappy show on Apple podcasts, Spotify, whatever Google service is called these days, Stitcher tune in and a bunch of other podcasting hosts. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube and on the show's Facebook page. If you like us, please subscribe, rate and review. If you don't, mind your own damn business. Um, and whatever you do, be sure to come back next week to see exactly how wrong we were. AJ, do you have any final thoughts? I have one game that needs to be covered. Please. I didn't, please. I didn't text you guys. I didn't tell you guys. No, no good. 9 p.m. Eastern. I will okay. be covering whatever the latest game is. 9 p.m. Eastern. Abling Christian going to the Sun Bowl to play UTEP. Um, that game is on ESPN3. I will watch that game like it's the Super Bowl. Because okay. it is the afterest dark, the after darkest game Afest. possible. <laughs> Last week was Big Where's... Twelve after dark. This week is, uh, I believe, do you have fun? Is you have fun belt? I think they no, they're in the Q's. Are they Q's? Okay. Yeah, where, the where's so where's where's Abilene, Abilene Christian? Where do they? Abilene Christian is uh, in the Southland Conference. They have not played a game yet this year. They have a three-game schedule. They are playing UTEP this week. Army on October 3rd. And, I thought they were, yeah. Uh, the Wex Texas A&M Buffaloes on October 17th. Game Maybe exciting. we just need to turn the Bahamas Bowl into like the Southland Championship between Houston Baptist and Abilene Christian. No, they need to do, no, they need to do, uh, the Bahamas Bowl needs to be the championship of the group of five. Like they need to have, because I think who's, who's still playing? It's because uh, the, the Mac and the Mountain West aren't playing. So it's Cusa uh, Sunbelt. Cusa Sunbelt and the American. They got to play a four-team playoff at the Bahamas Bowl. Done. Well, and and you know, baseball just said they're doing one a single series, a single site World Series. So I don't know why you couldn't do that for college football. Just send them play, them, and, play two games back to back. Wait a week, two games back to back. Do it over Christmas break. You'll be yep. in the Bahamas. They have less cases. I'd like this idea. Y'all ever I'd like this idea? Come on, think ahead. Use your big brain. <laughs> Carla, you have a final thought or two. I, I have. I have one final thought. One. One last game to throw out there. A um, yes. little bit of personal rooting interest here. Um, we have a trophy game this weekend. 
So uh, who was who, I can't remember. There is there is a trophy game happening this weekend as Troy comes yes, to battle right. MTSU. Mm-hmm. It is the battle for the Palladium, a game that has not been played since 2012. These were both Sun Belt opponents mm-hmm. back in the day, um, and then um, MTSU left for the left for CUSA, and so they haven't played since 2012. Um, MTS MTSU <laughs> MTSU holds the trophy. It is in Murfreesboro, um, and they are playing. They're actually playing a home and home this year um, because of the way the schedules worked out. So so this game will actually be played twice: once in Murfreesboro, once in Troy, Alabama. Um, this season. This season. That's yeah. awesome. Okay. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing home and home. So um, let's keep the trophy in Murfreesboro. Blue Raiders. Okay. What does what does the plate? It, it, the Palladium's a building, isn't it? Yeah, and I actually I can't I couldn't find a picture of the trophy. I I, okay. I I was like Google searching images trying to find an image of this trophy, but it's because um the Blue Raiders is mascot is like it's it's called lightning, and so yeah. it's got like a, a Greek mythology piece to it with the Troy Greek mythology piece, and so that's how they came up with the, gotcha. the Palladium thing. Gotcha. Okay. No, that's so, awesome. That's so, awesome. So so yeah, um, go win the battle of the Palladium, please. I, a trophy game in September. Um, it, that, that that's why this stuff is fantastic uh guys um thank you very much for joining us uh thank you aj for joining us live this is always always awesome to have you on the show Mm -hmm. um carla yes enjoy your your trophy game i will (laughs) i'm not going I'm not and that's okay. That's okay. I'll watch on TV. Yeah, that's fine. And and and, uh, and uh, all three of you, um, and everybody else, enjoy the games this weekend, and come back next week for more, hopefully, more fun of, of a similar variety. Thank you, guys. Cheers. <laughs>